With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with former nfl executive michael lombardi now here is your host timmy abbefe on vsan It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe, alongside Mike Pritchard, played nearly a decade in the NFL from a first-round pick, also a national champion with the Colorado Buffaloes back in the early 90s. Pritch filling in from Michael Lombardi here on this Thursday. Pritch, how we doing? Man? Oh, we're doing fantastic, Femi. Outside of the traffic each and every day out here in Vegas or construction. <laughs> traffic? Well, construction, too. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm from Vegas, and I'm like, okay, I, I know this little secret roadway I can get to work uh-huh. on time and, and not have to rush, not have to stress. Nope. There's construction <laughs> on every single road. In Las Vegas right now. I mean, every single road, there's a cone somewhere. We got, got to get ready for the F1 this, <laughs> yeah. this November. You know, right, we got, right. We got, we got to repave the roads and yep. all that, make sure it's up to up to speed and everything. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Super Bowl, too, getting ready Super for that, Bowl too. As well. So, yeah, there's construction everywhere, man. It's crazy. I've never seen that. I mean, I guess this is the time to do it in the summertime. But yeah. although, although I think that year-round in Vegas, you could do construction since the weather is always nice out here. I'm sure all of our friends over on the East Coast are just kind of snarling at us, <laughs> talking about traffic and construction. They're like, man, we got to deal with winter and all right. that. We don't got to do that here in Vegas, which is nice, That's which is why true. we live out here. Uh, but no, we're going to have a fun show on deck for the next two hours. We've got a couple of guests joining us starting in 30 minutes. VEASAN contributor Will Hill will join us to talk about what he's been betting, what he likes in the NFL, what he likes in Major League Baseball as well. Then at 1.15 Eastern, 10.15 Pacific, Von Dalzell, I was looking at the rundown in preparation for the show here, Pritch. Von has many, many of MLB awards bets, which piques my interest because okay. that's how I follow the MLB mm-hmm. season is by betting some of these awards. So I'm curious to talk to Von and get his thoughts on stuff like NL Rookie of the Year, Cy Young, it feels like that's wide open. We'll talk to Von coming up a little bit later on in hour number two. But Pritch, we know that obviously is a slow time right now in the world of sports, but the NFL is always churning. And by the way, you should make sure you get that NFL betting guide here at VEASAN. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Jam-packed with all sorts of information to help you get ready for this fall and to hopefully win your NFL bets. But New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley, we're quickly approaching the deadline mm-hmm. for franchise tag players to sign extensions. That is coming up on Monday, July 17th. Well, according to ESPN's Diana Rossini, Barkley, quote, has made it clear the franchise tag is undesirable and, quote, 
His availability for week one against the Dallas Cowboys will be in serious question if he does not get a long-term deal. When you hear that, you think what? Well, uh, it's part of the negotiation tactic. I mean, we finally have a sense of urgency component attached to this situation right now. Uh, you know, months ago, weeks ago, when the, when the franchise tag was was out there, and uh, there's no deadline until now. There, there's no sense of urgency until now. I mean, uh, Saquon means so much to the Giants. Uh, you know, I don't know what the Giants are thinking uh, in terms of why not get a deal done. Um, I, I know the franchise tag. Here's the thing about franchise tag. It prevents you from seeing what your market value is. Mm -hmm. Like, you remember with Lamar Jackson? He was kind of let free, but not really. He had the franchise tag. It wasn't exclusive. Yep. Uh, but it was going to be expensive for anybody to go out and get Lamar Jackson. But he kind of saw what the market was for him, right? Now, I know the league has devalued running backs. But a running back like this, it just takes one team to fall in love with him. And if he was available out on the free market on, and, you know, as a free agent, then who knows what he could have cashed in or what kind of deal, what time. But he would get a long-term deal, though. Uh, whereas, you know, when you're looking at a franchise tag, uh, it's a one-year proposition. Uh, and then also the organization is trying to hold all the cards and keep your number as low as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so there's an impasse, obviously. I mean, that's, that's part of negotiation. Now there's a sense of urgency component attached. I think they'll get something done because he's just too valuable uh, to what the Giants uh, want to do and who they are offensively. And Saquon Barkley is sort of the face of this kind of running back value discussion that it feels right. like we have it about once or so like every couple of years because there's always a big name running back that's eligible for an extension. And we always talk about, all right, what, what should you pay a running back? Should you draft a running back in the first round? Well, the Giants went ahead and did that with Saquon mm -hmm. Barkley back in 2017. I think it was 2018 when they drafted him number two overall mm -hmm. out of Penn State. And Barkley, like you mentioned, very valuable to their offense. But I also see where the Giants are coming from, from this aspect of it's a very violent position. Mm -hmm. And most of these running backs who we've seen sign these big extensions, for me, Ezekiel Elliott immediately comes to mind as a Dallas Cowboys fan. You don't really quite get the return on the investment on the second deal. The first deal, they're awesome. They're out of college, fresh legs, not as many hits on the body. But once you get into that second contract, right. you start to kind of give them more carries to sort of justify paying them that much. And then you start to see their production sort of decline as well. Yeah, I mean, we, we all all are depreciating asset, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's one way of looking at it. And I, I found that out early on in my career. I'm a depreciating asset, and, and I better be able to produce uh, to get contracts. I was lucky enough to get five contracts. Mm. So, um, man, I'm paid out here. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Um, I'm like, buy up Vegas pretty soon. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for Saquon, why draft me in the first round in the first place? And then why put a franchise tag on me if you're going to go the one-year rental route? Like, you're thinking that I'm a depreciating asset, uh, and then you're limiting my ability to go out in a free marketplace to find out what my true value is. Mm -hmm. uh, because, like I said before, it just takes one team to fall in love with you. Um, but here the Giants are saying or, or, or having a position that, okay, we don't want to pay a running back because uh, of – the diminishing returns, right? Because of how they get older, the, the wear and tear and all this stuff. But, but yet, you still want them. Yep. I mean, it, it's so frustrating as a player that you want me, but yet you don't want to pay me what I'm worth. And, and by the way, I'm worth this because I've done a very good job for your franchise so far, right? Uh, but yet, you're holding that back from me because you put this tag on me. 
Uh, and I, I know the uh, CBA and all this stuff, we, we, we avoid all that. But yeah, the players, they have to understand that the owners are so united and devaluing positions and keeping dollars down that the next CBA, they have to band together mm. to rectify this and get rid of this franchise tag stuff and uh, allow these players to be able to become free agents if they can. But I feel like we always talk about that every time that the new CBA right. negotiations come up and we say, hey, like the players should hold out and like fight for more and fight for more. But then all of a sudden it's just like we just it gets resolved mm -hmm. and we kind of make sure that the players in the bottom are kind of taken care of and those mid-level guys are taken care of, which I mean, that's the majority of the sure. players. They're kind of the middle class, like the higher class guys. That's the minority of, right. of, of what the NFL guys are, at least from the players association to where we go right back to like franchise tax still being there and all this other stuff. Like it almost feels like it's not a, a priority for players, even though it does affect the marquee players in the league. It does big time. I mean, I think, you know, collectively and, and I'll say uh, that the owners collectively, I'll, I'll, I'll clean it up that way, mm. are in unison in terms of trying to keep that number down. Because look, Josh Jacobs got franchise tagged. Um, he's yeah. not on the market. Like there wasn't a premier young running back that could go out there and set the market, right? Set the price higher. Whereas quarterbacks, we know it's going to get reset with Herbert and Burrow and all that. Yep. But that's the nature of the position too. Uh, and the quarterbacks don't have to worry about that. Even though the running back position next to the quarterback, touches the ball and is involved in, in so much more of the offense than any other position on the field. And, and that's how valuable that position is. But yet, uh, the owners, they want to keep that number down. They want to keep it capped. Especially as it pertains to the Giants. Like, there's other teams where, like, let's say if Saquon Barkley paid for the Kansas City Chiefs, it's mm -hmm. like, all right, buddy. Like, we're going to survive with Mahomes and another running back. Like, you, you just, if you want to sit out, by all means. But for the New York Giants, and from a betting perspective, like, this team... I'm not the biggest Daniel Jones believer. I don't think the market is either based <laughs> right. on what their win total is. I mean, they won nine games a season ago and finally made the playoffs, but their win total is sitting at seven and yeah. a half. Clearly, this is a team that the market thinks is going to regress a little bit. If they don't have Barkley and Barkley ultimately goes through with this, I don't want to say he's making a threat because it's just reports, but mm -hmm. the potential of maybe sitting out regular season games, like how would that affect them if they don't have Saquon Barkley opening night? It'll affect the Giants uh, tremendously, uh, in my opinion. I mean, Saquon Barkley is just one of those players that just doesn't come along. I mean, mm -hmm. um, uh, say what you will about the running back position, uh, but this guy, one, he's a specimen. Yeah, unfortunately, he had the ACL because of how awkward he put so much weight on one leg. Yep. Uh, but he's an elusive runner. Uh, he's durable. Uh, and he's a playmaker. You can you can play you can put him anywhere you want to on the field to make your offense work. Uh, and and certainly he's a big help, uh, a big boost for Daniel Jones, uh, right? So the Giants are messing and playing with fire because I think Saquon is dug in. I, I don't know if he's going to do a Le'Veon Bell kind of thing, hmm. but the Giants they they just went to the you know had a decent season and uh, surprised a lot of people. They want to back that up. You know you want to keep that going. And uh, I think with a younger player like this. Uh, and a guy who's in his prime and a guy that can help you win a lot of games and be competitive in that division, uh, he's vital uh, to everything what the Giants are offensively. To me, it feels like Saquon Barkley doesn't have a ton of leverage just because of if he's not going to go that Le'Veon Bell martyr yeah. route and just sit out the entire season, which I think we, Le'Veon Bell even said that he kind of regretted doing that after <laughs> yeah. the fact this offseason because right. he missed out on a lot of money doing so. Right. If you're not willing to sit out, then it's just like you're kind of at this stalemate to where it's like, all right, well, you're just going to have to play on this tag or not play at all. Like It feels like while we're coming toward that deadline, mm -hmm. the Giants feel like they're the team that more so has the leverage versus Saquon in his camp, other than the fact that he could just withhold his service. Well, as a Cowboys fan, you remember Emmitt Smith yeah. held out. 
first two games of the year, and Dallas didn't look good, didn't look the part, didn't play well. They got a deal done. They did. <laughs> and they went on to win the Super Bowl. Right. They got a deal done. They got a deal done. Uh, so, I mean, the sense of urgency is what is needed. Uh, by missing everything in offseason, maybe as a player, you think that you're creating the sense of urgency for the organization. Mm-hmm. But really, the sense of urgency is going to be when they're out camp uh, and there's some running back doing the wrong thing yeah. or not as explosive or not a playmaker. And then uh, Dave Bowles is going to go upstairs and be like, hey, look, we got to sign this guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen. Or yeah. if they lose the first two games of the year, <laughs> we need Saquon Barkley, kind of like what Emmett uh, and Dallas uh, ended up happening. But the problem is that they can't get a, an extension done until like after the deadline. Right. July 17th is the last day right. that they can actually get one done. Right. So. I don't even – it's almost like a you kind of have to, like, roll the dice and say, all right, we're going to either pay him or we're not going to pay him and then we'll live with the repercussions. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sense of urgency. Yeah. Got to create it. Deadlines typically make deals. At the end of the day, I think a deal gets done between these two teams because it's always darkest before dawn, as somebody once said. On the other side, more money, more problems. We're talking dollar signs here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. It's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard hanging out here on a Thursday morning. Coming up in 15 minutes, our buddy Will Hill, VEASAN contributor, will join us here on the Lombardi Line. But Pritch, let's talk some more dollars and cents. <laughs> Try to make sense about what's going to happen later on this offseason here with a little game of mo' money, mo' problems. <laughs> 
I want that problem. If, if, if money comes with problems, give me the problems. Uh, <laughs> but we ha- can you I'll, handle the problems? Though? Yeah, that, that's, that's a good. That's a good. A good question. Yes. Well, remains to be seen. Uh, the franchise tag guys. They can get extensions all the way up until Monday's deadline, July 17th. So let's start there. Okay. We talked about Saquon Barkley in the first segment. Josh Jacobs, though, who you did mention of the Las Vegas Raiders, also a franchise tag guy as well. Based on Jacobs and Barkley, if you were a general manager, mm-hmm. who would you prioritize giving that long-term extension given what they've done up until this point of their career? Well, Barkley, like I said before, I mean, Barkley just mm-hmm. means he's so vital to – uh, the Giants and their success. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs is a product of a system right now. And you think about Josh McDaniels and uh, how they platoon running backs in that system. And uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs had a fantastic year last year. I mean, he led mm-hmm. uh, the league in rushing um, and, and certainly was was a pivotal part of, of the success offensively for uh, the Raiders. But I, I think, you know, the brass with the Raiders now, they believe that their system can produce uh, similar results. You know, and and that's unfortunate for this guy, Josh Jacobs, because he's one of the best pure running backs in the National Football League. Uh, and the fact that they franchise tagged him is is mind boggling because what are you doing? You you want to move on because you moved on with everybody else from the prior regime. Uh, and now here I am still. Uh, and yet I know that I'm valuable. I know that I'm really good. But yet you put this franchise tag on me and I can't go out. Uh, and see what I'm worth in the market, in the open market. So it's frustrating all the way around. Um, but I think from the Raiders' standpoint, uh, they probably have more leverage in the fact that they feel like they can wait this out and see what happened uh, with the other guys that they have uh, and their stable running backs. And, and it's a complicated offense. We know that. Uh, Josh Jacobs did a fantastic job understanding it. But Josh McDaniels, the head coach, wants to elevate it. Uh, all, all That's why he's bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. And I also look at, too, the, both the Giants and the Raiders' offenses. Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley is the best player on the Giants' offense. Right, right. I don't think Jacobs is the best player on the Raiders' offense. I think that's Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. who's the best player. So if I was the Las Vegas Raiders, yeah, of course you want to have Josh Jacobs. I thought last year he was the best running back in the league right. and stuff. But I think just from a talent standpoint and a longevity standpoint, Devontae Adams is that guy. Josh Jacobs is a terrific player, but he's not the kind of the the, the straw that stirs the drink, at least going forward mm-hmm. in that offense. I think that's more so going to be Devontae Adams. But for the Giants... I mean, you got to look at your quarterback situation. <laughs> Daniel Jones needs a lot of help. And yes. I think taking skill position guys away from him right. is not the way to get the no. most out of Daniel Jones, which ultimately he's going to have to play well for them to ultimately be a good team. Right. I mean, if they had a different type of quarterback, then obviously it's a different situation, yeah. right? Uh, like you just mentioned. But they don't have a different type of quarterback. They they have Daniel Jones. Who they uh, paid this offseason. Well, well, they did, you know, but they could have franchise tagged him, but then they would have to pay him more and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, you don't want to elevate anything or overpay, if you will, uh, if you're the Giants. But, and, and I think that's what they're saying with Saquon. But um, Saquon is such a great player. Uh, that, and the thing about it, the economics or the caponomics, as we say uh, as players, it, it, they work. You know, like, for instance, Josh Jacobs is $10 million against the cap right now for the Raiders. And they only have about $3 million cap space. By giving him a long-term deal, they lower the cap number. Uh, and they help themselves out with cap space. But uh, it's all about commitment, right? Uh, and, and I don't know if the Raiders are going to have the level of commitment uh, with Josh Jacobs as, as the Giants should have with Saquon Barkley. Who do you think is more likely to get a deal done by the deadline on Monday, Barkley or Jacobs? Barkley, yeah. I, like I said, I mean, there, there's a time sense of urgency component now. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I think, I think they, <clears throat> they have to get something done. I mean, the Giants know they have to get something done. 
Well, let's talk about some of these guys who are eligible to sign extensions this year, some of which have already signed big extensions, but some of these guys that are coming out of their rookie contracts and can kind of get that big second deal here mm-hmm. for NFL players. And there's a bunch of defensive linemen, Quinnen Williams of the yep. New York Jets, Chris Jones, he signed a big extension before, but his going into the last year of his, his deal, he wants a new contract. He missed all of the mandatory minicamp. In, uh, in protest to get a new deal done. Nick Bosa, the reigning defensive player of the year, is now eligible for an extension. Brian Burns out of Carolina. And then you have Trayvon Diggs, a corner from Dallas. Running back Jonathan Taylor, eligible. And then defensive tackle Christian Wilkins. Which of those guys would you kind of prioritize? And who do you think gets that big extension? Maybe it happens in training camp. Maybe it happens in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Nick Bosa for sure is going to get yeah. one. Quentin Williams should get one too. Chris Jones is on defense, I think, uh, uh, on what he could do because – Kansas City Chiefs are up against it from a cap standpoint. Uh, there's only so much more you can do, uh, I believe, with that roster, too. They're just coming off a Super Bowl. Uh, I know you want to bring everybody back, uh, but yet uh, Kansas City has shown as long as you have that quarterback, you're, go- you're going to be okay. Now, Chris Jones is a, is a game wrecker. He's a hell of a player. Uh, he can wreck an offense. But, uh, you know, if you're Chris Jones, I-, I think you want to become a free agent because you really want to mm. see what that marketplace uh, will bring bring you in, in terms of return. And, you know, Andy Reid kind of – I feel like he's the type of coach that, okay, a couple of Super Bowls, a highly productive player for us. Thank you, Chris Jones. Appreciate you. Why don't you go out there and find that bag? I mean, I, it kind of wow. feels like that because you think about Kansas City, you know, they draft very, very well. Look, they, they restocked with a lot of young players defensively and won a Super Bowl, right? Uh, so – I, I, at this point, with Chris Jones and, and he's elevated in age, what seven years going on eight years now, there's there's some loot out there for him. I, mm-hmm. I'm just not so sure so much that it's going to be in Kansas City, right? I mean, like you mentioned, he already did one, uh, but his next one, it, it sounds like or feels like it could be somewhere else. Man, Fifteen and a half sacks last year, played in all seventeen games, seventeen tackles for loss. I mean, he was probably as disruptive a defensive guy on the interior right as we had in the league last year yep do you think Kansas City can replace him if they were to let him walk like I get the the financials of it but just like the from the practical standpoint yeah. the football standpoint that's a defense that we know is not really like the greatest and he's one of the reasons why they're at least competent if he's not on that defensive line I think they could take a significant step back well you're talking about past this season though right yeah yeah so um you know, the, the thing is, is you only have so much time as with your roster to have that Super Bowl window open. Uh, and with Patrick Mahomes, I think the Chiefs in that franchise, they feel like they always are going to have that Super Bowl window yeah. open. Because you can go out in free agency, not get the same type of player, but get some production like that. Similar production, you would think. But um, I don't know. You, you never know. I mean, Andy Reid, uh, they know how to draft. They've proven mm-hmm. that year in and year out. Andy Reid's proven that wherever he's been. Um, and, and so you ask that question, can they replace him? You know, the, the mindset or the thought process for a lot of teams is, yeah, every player is replaceable. You know, we're going to trade Joe Montana because we got Steve Young. Yeah. You know, every player, every, we're going to get rid of uh, T.O. Uh, because we can got, you know, somebody else, whatever. I mean, whatever the situation, uh, uh, you know, that comes up in, in terms of franchises having to move on. Uh, and and that's what they do, uh, Femi. Organizations they they are tasked to find that next dominant player, and uh, they feel like in the draft or certainly coming out of college, there's always going to be that opportunity. Yeah, and maybe it motivates Chris Jones this season to go out. He's been tweeting about how he wants to be Defensive Player of the Year. Well, I think 
his reward would certainly be hitting the marketplace as a free agent. And, and I mean, that, that's a big bag right there because he is, he's a game wrecker. Yeah, one of the best in the yeah. league. We do have the 2025 free agents. So mm-hmm. these are guys who are now eligible after three years in the league. Two quarterbacks, two wide receivers. The QBs, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. We believe those guys are going to get extensions at some point between now and the regular season kicking off. But what about the wide receivers, Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb? We haven't heard much about them. Jefferson says that he's going to show up to camp. He's not going to hold out or anything like that. And and even though he's eligible for an extension, he's coming off a year where he went offensive player of the year. Uh, Which of those guys would you kind of prioritize? Well, (laughs) Justin Jefferson, both of them, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, Justin Jefferson, for sure, uh, if you are Minnesota. I mean, come on, don't mess around with that. And uh, I think about a year ago, two years ago, when A.J. Brown, McLaurin, and I'm trying to remember the other uh, receiver. Uh, yep, DK Metcalf, they all like collectively said, look, give us new deals because yeah. you want to get out in front of that fifth-year option. You want to get out in front of the franchise tag and all that stuff. You know, if you're Justin Jefferson and you're looking at these running backs, you're like, you, I want to get out in front of that. Uh, so that's knocking on that office door upstairs. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk. We, we, need to, we need to start hammering around a new contract soon, right? Uh, at least the agent needs to start doing that too. So uh, for both of those wide receivers – uh, it's, it's best uh, serves them to to try to get upstairs and and talk start talking about a, a new deal because you want to avoid everything that these running backs are going through right now. Yeah, I think if you're C.D. Lamb, there might be a little bit of urgency this year because yeah. this time next year, Micah Parsons will be eligible for mm-hmm. an extension. You you can already kind of see that that's going to be a big highest paid defensive player in the league type right. of deal. So. You kind of want to get that done now before Parsons and the Cowboys have to have that talk and stuff. So we'll see what happens with these guys. The QBs, they're going to get paid. They always do. Oh, yeah. Will Hill joins us next here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on v the sports betting network. It's always football season here at VEASAN, which is why we've already released our NFL betting guide. Our NFL betting guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with in-depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and get your digital copy of the VEASAN NFL betting guide. Or take advantage of our summer kickoff special and get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. It is a fantastic deal. Take advantage of it. Sign up today at vsun.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. We're rolling along here on a Thursday morning. Mike Pritchard, Femi Abebefe, kicking it here at the Circle Resort and Casino. And joining us now, our first guest on the program. It's our buddy, VEASAN contributor, Will Hill. You can follow him at NotTheWillHill on Twitter. Will Thanks for joining us here this morning. NFL betting guide is out. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. Everyone should go ahead and get that. You have a play in week one, which just warms my heart. Now we're talking week one NFL lines. What do you like in a divisional matchup on the opening weekend? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Hopefully this segment can be as good as our discussion uh, off the air. Sometimes those are the best <laughs> ones. But I like the Colts plus the three and a half. Look, I, I think this line opened at a pick uh, you can tell me the market's off by a point, a point and a half, two points. But to say Vegas made a, a three and a half, four point mistake, there are some fours I think out there, I think is a bridge too far. So I'm going to take the three and a half here. Uh, I, look, I, I had the Jags to make the playoffs last year, win the division. I doubled down midseason. So they were very good to me. I'm not anti-Jags, but I, I think people are forgetting that division really imploded around them. And that's what it took for the Jags to win that division. Even still, even with all those injuries, 
Josh Dobbs is in Jacksonville with a lead late in that game, a couple first downs, and it's over. And Jacksonville gets a defensive touchdown to win the game. And then, of course, the Chargers do what the Chargers always do, implode in the playoffs. So I think the Jags are being a little overrated. I think people think, hey, they got a young quarterback. They're automatically going to take the next step. Uh, I'm not so sure, at least to be laying three and a half in Indy. And if you look back this time last year, the Colts, I know they were a disaster last year, but their season win total a year ago was nine going into the season, which mm. tells you, hey, there's at least some talent there. Uh, and the one thing, like, I assume it'll be Richardson week one, and who knows how he'll be going forward as, you know, in terms of, like, long term. But I, I think the one thing with mobile quarterbacks, they're usually pretty good right away. They can always tuck it and run. They can do play action. The one thing you can always do, it doesn't take any reading defense, doesn't take anything to uh, to use your athleticism and run. And most you can't have a bigger athleticism gap from one year's quarterback to the next between Matt Ryan and Anthony Richardson. So division game, division dog, that's usually a good trend in week one to take these division dogs. Not that I'm a huge trend guy, but this is one that at least makes some sense. So hate hate laying the three and a half. I will take the three and a half here at home with the Colts. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to prepare, too, for a guy like that, Anthony Richardson, when you just don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you can kind of watch Jalen Hurts and uh, and kind of get a feel, but it's so different, uh, a divisional matchup like that, too. So uh, I love the continuity from a defensive standpoint. Uh you think about Gus Bradley and that Colts defense. Uh, and so you got a tough game like this uh, out the gate. Uh, I like that plus three and a half situation because maybe the numbers influenced uh, by the fact that there is a rookie quarterback there for Indy. Yeah, absolutely. And usually with these big line movements, like, all right, it, it opened up at a pick them. It probably shouldn't have been pick them, but then it goes up to three and a half, four. Yeah. Well, it probably shouldn't be three and a half, four years. Usually the truth is somewhere in the middle. And look, it's one game. Anything can happen. Mm -hmm. But I just don't buy the idea that, you know, Vegas, sure, they make mistakes. They make mistakes by a couple points. But to say, hey, they made an opener here and it was three and a half, four points off. That's probably unlikely here. So I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I, I like it here at, uh, at taking the points with the Colts. So, Will, just before we move on here, do you like it regardless who's playing quarterback for the Colts, whether it's Minshew or Richardson? I do. I do. We okay. get uh, we get Minshew against his old team. It's interesting. I, I think from everything I've read, it sounds like they're just going to give Richardson the keys. And when you draft, draft these young quarterbacks, especially high, you, you kind of want to know right away. I know that's not how it used to be, but – with the rookie wage scale, the rookie contracts, you want to know right away, hey, is this our guy or not? Give him as many reps as possible. Throw him into the fire. So I, I do like it either way. Minshew's more experienced. Minshew, uh, you know, is probably more polished. If I really wanted, I'd probably prefer Minshew over Richardson, to be honest. But uh, just because of the experience level, I feel like his level, at least right now, is maybe slightly above Richardson. I, again, I, I don't know much about Richardson at the pro level. He was up and down in college. We'll see. Uh, but I think either way, the plus three and a half is the tiebreaker for me. Three and a half is just such a good number in the NFL. Three is such a key number. So I'll take the points either way. Yeah, it feels like if Richardson's a starter, the range of outcomes could be just absolutely <laughs> right. wild opening yes. uh, day for him to be starting in the NFL there. But it's at home, so I guess that gives them a little bit of, of an edge. We're speaking with Will Hill, VEASAN contributor here on the Lombardi line. Well, let's transition over to baseball here, Will, because the second half of the season, I think the most interesting storyline is what's going to happen with Shohei Otani. You want to go ahead and play a season win total with their team, the Los Angeles Angels, who kind of stumbled heading into the All-Star break, losing nine of their last ten. Ooh, kind of stumbled. That is being very <laughs> kind. They have not played well for a while, and they have no trout. And, man, if you, if you fall any further behind it, I think you have to, unless you can you know, really be confident or re-sign re Otani, which I don't know how you can be that confident. I think you have to consider trading them. So if you trade them, this is a lock at under 80 and a half. It's absolutely going to win if you trade them, which I think is 50-50. So you have a 50-50 shot at a free win. And if you don't trade them, you still have a, a decent bet because Trout's hurt. Uh, let's say they fall out of it in September. Otani's like, you know what? I'm going into free agency. I don't want to pitch anymore. Or they decide not to pitch mm -hmm. him anymore. 
either way, they have a tough schedule in the second half. They haven't played well, like you mentioned. No Trout. Rendon is banged up. Uh, I think either way, this is a good bet. But, it, you know, obviously, if they trade him, uh, this is a home run bet. So either way, this is a solid bet under 80 and a half wins for the Angels. You know, Will, the Cardinals uh, typically have that pedigree, too. But I'm looking at, what, under 75 and a half uh, wins uh, here with the Cardinals because it's different uh, with St. Louis this year. Uh, they're going to become sellers at some point. I mean, do have you... Uh, did you take a deep dive into their roster or anything like that to to get on this play? Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned the pedigree. They're almost like the Steelers, where every year you just expect them to be good, expect right. them to be you know respectable. They're just that that kind of model franchise. But it's been a disaster year. They're not making a run in the Central. They had their chances. They're, what, 11 and a half games out. That's just not enough time to make a run. So this is me just anticipating they're going to sell. I think the GM came out yesterday and said, hey, we're going to sell. We're going to make some trades. Mm -hmm. And with the extra wild card spot, there's not a lot of teams that are sellers. So they're going to be, you know, their players are going to be in demand here. Yeah. Jordan Montgomery, Arenado, Goldschmidt, Lars Nupar. You go down the line, Jordan Hicks. So I expect a fire sale here. I think they'll really start a, a rebuild here where they just trade off some of these pieces. And I don't think that's factored into the number. So I will go under 75 and a half here on St. Louis. Yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, the reigning NL MVP right now, could be on the move and joining one of these teams and help them go ahead and contend for the pennant later on in October. How about the Kansas City Royals here? Uh, you like under 52 and a half. They're just beating up on one of the worst teams in the league, huh? They have 26 wins in 91 games. This number, I think it was 53 and a half yesterday. Maybe they moved it. So that would expect them to get another 27, 28 wins in the last 71 games. And again, not that they have a lot of guys that you know people are going to be after, but if they do have anyone trade-worthy, I'm sure they'll move them as long as it's not Witt or some of these young guys. They already traded the role as Chapman. So uh, I'm just going to do the math. If you won 26 games, if you won 26 and 91, how are you going to win 28 in the last 71, especially if you're going to trade a piece here or there? So I expect them to be even worse or just as bad. I think they're going to stay under. I'm surprised this number is that high. I like the under on the Royals. You know, well, I had this discussion with JVT recently about how the NBA, they have a calendar year discussion now. Uh, similar to the National Football League. And and here you go uh, with some NBA that. win totals love, uh, on, love on to the big card. Love to see it. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? What's going on with you right now with NBA win totals? Yeah, I'm just, I'm super depressed in here, giving out all these unders, all these, all, all these under season <laughs> win totals for all these teams. Uh, you know, I'm not too optimistic. Washington Wizards, I was shocked this was 25 and a half. At least it was last night or this morning when I checked. I don't know if it's moved. I expect that to move. I expected that to open in the low 20s. They're really going to be one of the only teams that's going to tank most of these teams hey it's the year after Webb and Yama there's not a great number one pick overall a lot of these teams like Detroit and Charlotte hey we've been bad for so long it's time to at least try to get in the play in here people are going to start to lose their jobs in the front office so when you're the only tanking team and, and they're not going to try to win too many games I think they're finally tearing it down and going to rebuild I'm going to go under on the Wizards I don't think they come close to this number I think that's a, a really off number so I like under on Washington do the Wizards not have a calendar? Like, like what the hell's going on in that organization? They're going to tank the year after yeah. Wembenyama yes. and Scoot and all these guys. Like, what were you doing last year? Why, how does how how did Bradley Beal end up on the Wizards roster last year? Like, I feel like that was a no-brainer. They should have probably traded him a year ago. I mean, such malpractice. Really, Damon, <laughs> Damon Beal really are in the same category where these teams just don't realize, hey, you're not in it. And they trip over their own tail trying to get the, the A seed or the play and talk themselves into their contender. Like, neither of these teams have been close to competing for a while. Then you end up overpaying these small guards when you have no chance of winning. Like, you could have gotten a lot for Lillard before he was 32, 33, before he's making 60-plus million dollars. You could have gotten a boatload for him from the Lakers, from whoever a few years ago. Same thing with Beal, where you end up getting back 10, 20 cents on the dollar just because you waited too long. So, uh, I, I totally agree. Wizards waited too long, but... 
I guess better late than never. This guy they got is from uh, from the Clippers front office. He's gonna tear it down. He's gonna just start a painful rebuild. They've been uh, they've they've been in the middle of nowhere for a long time now. Yeah, it's a good thing they gave yeah. Bradley Bill that no trade clause. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that really helped out. Uh, before we get you out of here, Will, we got about twenty seconds left. What are you playing with the Toronto Raptors win total? Under two, I think they're a team that's too smart to want to be in the middle. I, I could see a scenario where they trade Siakam, trade Ananobi here. So I'm going to go under, anticipating a fire sale. So very uplifting segment, playing under on all these wins, rooting for <laughs> trades, rooting for bad things to happen. But, hey, you got to find the value where you can find it. Right. I was going to say, is there a team that you do like before we let you go? <laughs> Nobody, nobody's going to win any games. Yeah. Everyone's just going to lose every game in every sport. Happy summer there, Will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he is Will Hill, VSIC contributor there. Check him out at NotTheWillHill over on Twitter. We appreciate him joining us here on the Lombardi Line. On the other side, hell yeah, or as Will would say, hell nah. Coming up next here on the Lombardi Line. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Femi Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place the same game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all the legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets of $25. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. U.S. promotional offer is not available in Kansas. Mississippi, D.C., Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 
1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This offer is not valid to Puerto Rico residents. Welcome back. It's the Lombardi Line presented by none other than BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Pritchard here. We just had Will Hill on in the last segment, VEASAN contributor. Will Hill liking the unders and yes. across many of sports. We love our guy Will Hill there. Yes. Likes a couple of unders in the NBA win totals and also a few unders with the MLB regular mm-hmm. season adjusted win totals. So if you missed those, make sure you catch them in podcast form and you can go ahead and get those bets in if you choose to tail. Well, Pritch, we went ahead and had more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. And usually on the Lombardi line, we typically have no way or no doubt. But right. when you're filling in for Michael Lombardi, we play a game called Hell Yeah or Hell Nah, <laughs> which, which I love that we, we've we kind of edited this because that's that's more how you would say it. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah or hell nah, no, not- I'm, t- I'm trying to think of, you know, uh, in a setting in which I'd be, oh, no way, no doubt, right? Mm-hmm. But not to knock it. No, no way, no doubt not, works. It's, it's not yeah. how you get down. But oh, hell yeah, or oh, hell no, nah, is, is something <laughs> I can relate to. So that's why we, we've changed the game to hell yeah or hell nah. And we these are. Oh, in there, though. Oh, oh we got to throw an O in oh, there? Oh, okay. hell no. Okay, we'll do, we'll make sure we make note of that yeah. next time. We got to oh, hell yeah, or oh, hell nah, so that we can get the, uh, the, the lower third correct there for, for the viewing <laughs> audience. But we'll go through some NFL storylines and we'll get your answer oh, hell yeah, or oh, hell nah. And I want to start with the Indianapolis Colts. And mm-hmm. I want to play this soundbite from their owner, Jim Ursay. This was over on the McAfee show, I believe, earlier this week, talking about the potential for Anthony Richardson, their first-round pick, to maybe start week one. Here's what Ursay had to say. So for Anthony Richardson, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. We know that. Oh, no. But he has to play to get better. I mean, there's no question, you know, Gardner could come out and, you know, obviously play better early on just being, being a veteran. But we have to – get Anthony on the field and that's you know Shane's call when he decides to do it so I ask you Pritch Mm -hmm. Anthony Richardson should he start week one for the Indianapolis Colts against the Jacksonville Jaguars oh hell yeah or oh hell no oh hell yes (laughs) yes love it yes absolutely um you know it's fascinating to hear those comments from Ursay who cut Peyton Manning uh now what four neck surgeries okay I can I can buy into that I think but not really uh, he did have Andrew Luck, too. Uh, and, and no, I mean, you, you were, the Colts were in a position for a reason uh, to draft Anthony Richardson. Uh, there is no reason to wait and see what he can turn into, uh, especially when the best player in that organization, in the history of that organization, Peyton Manning, has the NFL record for interceptions. Still, mm. 28. <laughs> 28, and I saw a few of those. It's a lot of balls to the other team. <laughs> no spirals, by the way. He cannot throw a spiral. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, what you don't, you have everything to gain with Anthony Richardson playing. So uh, he is he elevated himself. I know he doesn't have a lot of experience, so get him the experience. Let him go out there and make the mistakes, but also have the chance to mold him uh, because he's not set in his ways. He didn't play a lot in college. Now you have a chance to kind of mold his professional career and cater towards uh, what you want him to be and, and certainly what you think he can turn into. So, But if you, if you hesitate to play him uh, because you think you're going to ruin him, if he goes out there and makes a ton of mistakes, then you shouldn't have drafted him in the first place. Mm. That, that's always been my argument as well. It's like 
well, we don't want to ruin him. It's like, the why, why did you pick him in the top five? <laughs> right, right. Like, if you didn't think he was a day one starter, you should not have picked, you shouldn't yeah. have had a grade on him high enough to pick him in the top five. So like, I, I agree with you 100% there. Throw the kid out there. There's going to be some lumps. It's probably going to look ugly at times. Sure. But he's probably going to do some things that are really good where it's like, oh, my goodness. Oh, hell yeah. He's a really good quarterback. So I, I think just play the kid from day one. Yeah, I mean, 28 interceptions from Peyton Manning. Did you think he was going to turn into the Hall of Fame player that he turned into? Probably not at that point. But those 28 interceptions uh, triggered something. Molded him. <laughs> it, it triggered something, right? And he's all-time great. Yeah, Troy Aikman didn't win a game his rookie year. Yeah. I believe he was 0-11 or something like that as a starter, and then three Super Bowls later goes to the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's obviously, like, there's instances where, yeah, sitting guys can be helpful. We know the Mahomes model, quote-unquote. He sat for pretty much the entire first season there, but they also had an established guy in Alex Smith ready to go, and then Mahomes has obviously gone on to do great things. But I think playing the guy, I would lean more towards on playing. Otherwise, you shouldn't have taken him that high. Right. Should have been, maybe been a back half of the first round guy like Kenny Pickett or maybe even a second round quarterback like we saw Will Levis for the Tennessee Titans. No pressure for him to play because he was a second round pick. <laughs> All right. This next one, near and dear to my heart, Bridge, mm. has to do with my QB1, Dak uh -oh. Prescott. So this is Dak Prescott talking about expectations this year and an urgency to win. Quote, 1,000% just understanding injuries and what I've been through throughout my career and understanding that you don't have forever to play this game. I'm blessed for every moment that I get. Just trying to take it with a sense of urgency. So, Pritch, should this year be Super Bowl or bust for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys? Oh, hell yes. Because it's, it's Super Bowl or bust every year because of Jerry Jones. Um, uh, you know, the Dallas Cowboys getting to the playoffs isn't the goal, right? Uh, and it's unfortunate because that's been – what they've able to accomplish though, right? They haven't been able to accomplish much more than that, um, but they have to get through the playoffs. They, they have to create that urgency. They have to create um, that, that time frame, if you will. I mean, it's, much, it's no different than a negotiation for a contract and all that. This is that Super Bowl window opportunity and all that. I mean, this might be the best roster the Cowboys has had um, in, in, a, in a long time. Uh, when you think about offensively and defensively, Dak Prescott, for his career, he's a double-digit winning quarterback. I mean, he's won, he's averaged 10 wins. Uh, so what's preventing him? I mean, you look at interceptions and stuff like that, not so much. You know, I, I think some of those throws, yeah, you wish you could have them back. But they have to put this kind of component on their season. Like, like don't be afraid to say it's Super Bowl a bust because we think we're that good. You know, a lot of times teams that don't know how to compete to that level, they're afraid to put themselves out there. Mm. Like we, we're, we think we're a playoff team, but we don't want to put it out there because if we come up short, now what? What are people going to say? Oh, you can't worry about that. You know, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, you cannot worry about, obviously if you don't win the Super Bowl, it's disappointing. Getting to the playoffs is not a successful season. So yeah, I agree with uh, Dak right here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's Super Bowl bus uh, for the Dallas Cowboys this year. Same here. And I agree. And I'm a Cowboys fan and I am frightened by this season B because I think that this is as good a roster yeah. and this is as good as I felt about a Cowboys team before the season started in quite some time. I think dating back to maybe 2007, 2008 mm -hmm. around that time that I felt like, oh my gosh, like I think the Cowboys can legitimately get to the Super Bowl to win it. I don't know if they can actually win it because the AFC is much, much more superior than the NFC. But I think that there's no reason the Cowboys should not be 
in the on the short list of NFC teams to get to the Super Bowl. And I'll go as far as to say that the Cowboys should make the Super Bowl this season because the roster is fantastic. The defense, I think, can be elite. Offensively, you have all the pieces that you would need mm-hmm. to go ahead and win a Super Bowl. And all that in addition to the NFC being as wide open right. as ever. Like, right. Now is the time for the Dallas Cowboys. If they're ever going to do it, it must be done this year. I agree with you. Super Bowl or bust down in Big D. They still have 24 million cap space, by the way. Yeah. I mean, D Hop? Just kidding. No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Not why, why wouldn't no, they do that? See, I, I don't think. So I think the Cowboys last year, their wide receiver core, uh-huh. it needed speed. Okay. D Hop's not bringing you speed. He's a hell of a player as a contested catch guy, which is why I really loved what they did with Brandon Cooks. Because right. Cooks is one of those take the top off the defense kind of guys. They wanted to trade for Brandon Cooks last year at the deadline, but it didn't work out with Houston. Mm-hmm. They'll go ahead and sign him this year in free agency. So I think that's sort of the missing piece that they would need. Hopefully Michael Gallup, two years removed off the HCL, mm. he can get back to the level that he was prior to the injury. And then they can maybe be cooking with a little bit of fish grease, you know? <laughs> you <don't, laughs> cooking with you, some fish grease. You don't Lamb, need, Gallup, Cooks? You don't need speed in the red zone, though. You don't. <laughs> and you don't. Then for the Dallas Cowboys, they can get to the red zone, right? Yeah. They, they got enough players to get to the red zone, but can they be dynamic? And, and I think like a player like that who you, you won't be able to cover with, with a typical cover guy mm-hmm. because you got CeeDee Lamb, you got Cooks, and you got all these other people that kind of capture your attention. To me, it makes a ton of sense, and they got the cap space. Yeah, they do have the cap space to go ahead and get it done. Maybe they'll hold on to that cap space to give CeeDee Lamb a big contract. Who knows? (laughs) We'll see what happens. We're going to talk some more receivers to start our number two. Pritch's pecking order, 10 through 6. We've been counting them down all week long, and we will continue to do so when we come back here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 